0: Welcome to the podcast, Dan Carity, if I'm being honest. I call it that because as an alcoholic in active addiction, I was anything but honest. I was a liar. But now in sobriety and in life, I am sharing my journey, honestly, even when it's ugly. My guests and I will discuss addiction and mental health, relationships, politics, and just life. And we will always give it to you straight. So here we go. All right, thanks for joining me on the podcast. If I'm being honest, I sit before you today quite scruffy. I'm looking at myself in the monitor right now, and I've been training so much for this Ironman that um, time for shaving just doesn't really exist right now. It's a ridiculous amount of training hours. um, not to mention my kids are out of school So I'm spending a ridiculous amount of time with them as well Not that I mind, that's fun But I just looked up into the monitor and realized I haven't shaved in probably close to a week So I don't know, maybe I'll get get on that this weekend sometime And I kind of want to talk about the weekend It is Friday and we are heading into the weekend, but not just any weekend. For all intensive purposes, this is here in the U.S. July Fourth weekend. Um, July Fourth is, if you live in the U.S., is a pretty big holiday. Not that we, not that many of us actually celebrate it for the reasons we should. I think it's become more of a summer holiday where we hit the beach, hit the pool, fire up the barbecues and do a lot of drinking. I know I always did. That's what July 4th weekend became all about for me for a very long time. As did most weekends, right? So, you know, if you don't live in the U.S. and This is just another weekend for you. That's fine, because this plays into every weekend. I want you to think about what your weekends look like, how you spend them, who you spend them with, what you do, how you feel, how you feel when it's over. And I'll focus a little more specifically on July 4th weekend for people here in the U.S., but also for myself, because it paints a pretty interesting picture when I think about past weekends, past July 4ths compared to present ones. I'm going to be a little bit of a master of the obvious today. And I'm aware of that as I'm saying that, but I'm going to be pointing out some, some things that, you know, no, no big revelations here, more very obvious, very concrete, situations and memories and you know just ways that you live spend your time whether you're you know I think people are going to listen to this and you know if you're in recovery I think you are going to obviously draw a lot of comparisons you'll understand a lot of this if you're curious About sobriety, thinking about it Maybe know someone that you think maybe should be getting some help I think you're going to recognize a lot of behaviors That I'll be pointing out But also if you're not, if you just Like most people, you're trying to always find ways to live Better, enjoy yourself more Feel better Mentally and physically. I think I'll point out some things here again. Obvious things. But for whatever reason, we get caught up in routines and who we're surrounded by and things we do. And it just becomes normal and we don't pay attention as much. And I think for me, as I talk about this, I'll talk a lot about my kids. I always do. My kids and my wife. Because... That's who I'm surrounded by all the time. But I don't want you to think if you don't have kids or if you're not married or anything, that this, is, you know this omits you from these situations because it doesn't. Because it's, a, it's who you surround yourself with, your friends, your really good friends, your families, boyfriends, girlfriends. This has to do with you and who you surround yourself by, who you surround yourself with, who you spend time with. And how you spend that time. So think about your weekends. Think about what you normally do. When I think about July 4th weekend, it usually probably would have started on a Thursday night because Friday's already the weekend, right? So let's get started at 6 o'clock on Thursday night. Why not? It's an excuse to. It's a built-in excuse. It's a holiday. So you start going for it, and it's not just what you're doing. It's what you're planning. You plan, or I planned, my whole weekend around as many drinking events as possible. There was no thought of, what's going to make me feel good this weekend? What's gonna be fulfilling? What's good for the people around me? What do my kids wanna do? What does my wife wanna do? What, What do other people like to do? No, my first thought and the number one thing built into how I planned my weekend was when and where was I going to drink? Then it was about how can I fit my wife and kids? into that equation and I also made sure that I was surrounding myself by the parties I was choosing to go to or the people I was inviting to my own parties because I had the pool I had the big backyard so best thing to do was invite anyone and everyone to come over to my house and drink with me so that If they were going to hang out all day, great. If they were going to come and go, there was an endless flow of people and I could just keep the party going. And that's what I did. And I surrounded myself with people who wouldn't question what I was doing or how I was acting. I wasn't doing anything good for myself, healthy for myself, anything that made me feel good. You know, it's like you spend all this time thinking, ah, oh, it's July 4th weekend. Let's make the most of it, right? Let's make plans. But all I was doing was numbing out through the whole weekend and basically missing half the weekend because I was, I was half there. Not to mention, and this is what I want to point out, the biggest thing is, what kind of example was I setting for my kids? You know, and if you don't have kids, that's okay. It's think about how other people are seeing you, right? You can say whatever you want about who you are or what you do or ambi- ambitions you have or things like that, but people are going to judge you by your actions, not by your words, right? My kids. And I've learned this in sobriety, not that I shouldn't have known it beforehand, but kids don't learn from what you tell them, from what you tell them to do. Kids learn by watching you. My kids learn by watching their dad, what he does, how he spends his time, who he spends his time with. They process all of that. So when my kids see me making plans for the weekend and who's going to come over and who's going to party with us and they hear me on the phone, yeah, you bring, you bring the 24-pack of this, you bring the bottle of vodka, you bring, uh, you bring the wine. That's what my kids hear me saying. That's what they start to think the weekend is all about. Right? They start to think that, well, I guess when I get older, that's what I'm going to do. When I'm allowed, when I can make my own choices, that's what I'm going to do. What kind of example is that? You know, the weekend can be filled with so many things, but it was filled with me ordering up the drinks, inviting over the friends, and then sitting around a table and consuming those drinks. And if you don't think your kids, or my kids can tell the difference between how you are in the morning, how you are in the afternoon, and how you are at night. Oh, they can. They know. They watch. So not only are they watching their dad go downhill over the course of the day and the night, I'm also making them think that the way you spend your holiday weekend or any weekend, for that matter, because it's how I spend all my weekends, is by drinking. That's how you enjoy it. That's how you celebrate it. What kind of example is that? That's not the one I want to leave for my kids. And if you don't have kids, you know, maybe you're the person, or maybe you know the person, because we all know somebody who sits around while they drink, And they tell you all the great things they're going to do next week and over the next month. And I'm going to do this, and I'm going to get back in shape, and here's what else I'm going to do. You know, they talk a big game while they sit there and pound drinks. But does any of that stuff come to fruition? I mean, I know people that I hang out with, who tell me all the time about all the great things they're going to do starting Monday starting Tuesday and that shit never happens and by the way I can say that because I was that guy too I talked a huge game about the workouts I'm doing and and all the different things I'm doing at work and right except when I woke up on Monday it was oof God, just get me through this week so I can, you know, have more drinks next weekend with those guys. It wasn't about what I was going to accomplish that week. And if I think about that's how I used to spend my weekends, but now last night I sat with my kids and we made plans. What do you guys want to do? Shocker. My son wants to fish pretty much the whole weekend, which is awesome though. And I'm going to do that with him. My daughter has been watching me train for the Ironman. So she's watching me what I'm watching, what I'm doing day in and day out. And she said, dad, do you have any runs this weekend? I said, yeah. And she said, I want to run with you. How awesome is that? I mean, one of the things she wants to do this weekend is put on her, her running shoes and come out with me. And run a few miles one I get so much for that from that right I mean that just feels so good that she wants to do that with me but two it's good for us it's bonding time talk about setting an example for her she's already getting it that hey let's let's be healthy on Saturday let's go for a run Let's train. That's, that's leading by example. That's what feels good now. I don't shy away from saying these things. I am proud of what I'm doing because it's affecting the people around me. Right? My wife, I used to make these plans with her of who are we inviting over? Who's going to party with us this weekend? And inevitably, the weekend would turn into, you know, we'd have girlfriends and guy friends over and her and the ladies would go to one area and me and the guys would go to another area and we would be drinking and we wouldn't even be spending the weekend together. Right. Our paths would cross at certain times. Now we make plans of going on walks together with our dog. Right. Taking hikes together. Doing different things that. Matter for us to do together. Last night, I finished my second training session of the day. I was exhausted. And I texted my wife and said, I just have to stretch real quick and then I'll be home. And she said, when you come home, can we go on a walk with the dog? Now, the last thing I wanted to do after my second training session of the day was take a walk with the dog. But I'm in a place now where I recognize that it's not about going for a walk with the dog it's about spending time together so I don't even hesitate yes I'll go for that walk and we have a really nice good time together and we talk talk about the kids talk about work talk about how we're feeling and we get something out of it living I thought living, I thought spending my weekends, I thought spending July 4th was about partying and drinking. That was how I got the most out of the weekend. That's how I got the least out of the weekend. I get the most from being sober, from being around my kids, from being around my wife, from doing things that not only make me feel good but make them feel good and our relationship flourishes because of it I'll move on to talking about something I read a couple years ago when I was first sober (laughs) And it has always stuck with me because I was, I was someone who said this. We all would say, I would do anything for my kids, right? And a lot of us say, I would do anything for my family. I would die for my kids. I mean, I thought that way all the time, right? I would do anything for my kids. I would die for my kids, And the statement was, yeah, you would die for your kids, but how about you live for your kids? How about you live for them instead? How about you live for your family instead? You know, we may all have that dedication that we would do anything for our families and we would die for them. But you know what? My kids want me around. Your brothers and sisters want you around. Your good friends want you around. They don't want you to die for them. They want you around. So why not act accordingly? Why not take care of yourself? Instead of wasting weekends, instead of wasting holidays, drinking, Doing drugs. Eating like shit. All the different things that we have somehow normalized and convinced ourselves that that's how you spend a weekend or a holiday weekend. How about not? How about doing something a little different? showing up for your family showing up for your significant other but most of all showing up for yourself that's that's how you should spend your time showing up for yourself feels so good and there are so many different ways you can do it, right? But it starts by just making little choices, right? And it's these, when I talked about in the beginning about being master of the obvious, it's, it's little decisions about what you're going to do with your day, what you're going to do with your morning, than what you're going to do with your weekend or your holidays. What are you going to choose? Because if you decide to show up for yourself and for the people around you, you're going to choose smart, better things like maybe eating a little bit better. Maybe doing something active maybe instead of saying to your, your buddies hey let's go get a drink or you know to your girlfriend let's go grab a drink how about let's go for a walk let's go for a run or if it's raining out let's watch a movie little decisions If you go to the beach with your kids or your friends play on the beach throw a frisbee, play volleyball, fly a kite go in the water don't worry about rolling the cooler out there and sitting there and pounding beers because I can promise you for the longest time I thought July 4th weekend let's go to the beach spend my morning packing the perfect cooler so I could sit on the beach and drink all day that's what I did forever now now it's running around the beach throwing the frisbee, swimming hanging out, having fun remembering every aspect of the day and getting the most out of it getting the most out of the people that are there with me Having real conversations. And then your weekend ends. Ine- inevitably, your weekend is always going to end. And when it's over, how do you feel? For me, when I was drinking, there was nothing worse than when the weekend was over and getting smacked in the face with reality on Monday feeling like hell physically suffering from regret mentally and now forced to count the minutes hours days till I could do it again you know what feels better than that waking up on Monday fresh (laughs) feeling good looking like yourself looking back on the weekend and all the things you accomplished quality time with your family, or whoever is important to you. Good workouts. Whatever you chose to do that was better. There's no regret. There's just good memories. And now thinking, all right, let's get after this week. There's no, oh God, Now I have to get through this. No, there's, I'm ready for this. Because you're ready for it mentally, physically. What a world of a difference. You know, and I, I talked about it in the beginning saying it's master of the obvious because these aren't groundbreaking statements. These aren't groundbreaking revelations, right? It's like if you make good choices heading into your weekend good things are going to come of it and the future the days that come after it are going to be that much better you know it doesn't take a genius to figure that out making those bad decisions it's going to haunt you it's not going to feel good nothing is worse than regret Nothing is worse than a freaking hangover. So as you head into your weekends or your big holiday weekends or you just enjoy this summer as a whole, think about how you want to show up for yourself. Think about how you want to show up for the people around you. Think about what you want your kids or your wife or your significant other to get from the weekend or the summer or the vacation. Think of what you want to get from it. Think of how much better do you want to feel what place do you want to be in? How good of a place do you want to be in when the weekend's over or the summer's over? What do you want to accomplish? Who do you want to connect with? You can do it better than what you've been doing. You know, I, I was told in the beginning of this sobriety journey that it'll just keep getting better, right? And I didn't quite, I still don't quite understand that. Just over two years sober now. But what I do realize is with every week and month that passes, I'm learning more and making even better decisions for myself and for the people around me. And it just, it makes a constant difference in our lives and just makes things better. And I am going to be far from a perfect father or perfect husband but I can tell you that I'm proud of what I'm doing proud of what I'm doing for them and how I'm showing up for them but even more so how I'm showing up for myself every day just some things to think about for your weekends and the weeks ahead thanks for listening and I'll talk to you next week all right. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and do not hesitate to check out some of my past guests. If there's something you want to get off your chest or just some comments, suggestions to make, please email me at dkpodcast at Have a great day.